Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody. It's your girl, Cy Brown. Today is Wednesday, July 3rd. First, thank you so much for hanging out with me. I don't know. I always give the date. Maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> but I'm actually pretty proud of it. You know, many of you know we just celebrated one year on the air. Took a bit of a hiatus last month, but it's all good. I'm so happy to be with everybody. You all know, <clears throat> for everybody that listens to your girl, Cy Brown, on Wednesdays I actually broadcast from Horizons Family Success Center in North Jersey. I do a lot of work with Horizons, so big shout-out to everybody who is at Horizons Family Success Center in Jersey City. I love you all. They They are doing some great work in the community. They've got some amazing programs, and, you know, as a as, as a former, not a teenager now, but as a former teenage mom, I, uh, you know, I needed help, and, and they were here. They, they do counseling, and they do pregnancy testing, and they do family planning. So, you know, I am not one of those people that subscribe to, you know, don't talk to young people about sex and don't talk, because then that's going to incur. I don't believe any of that. Horizons was there for me as a teenager, and now that I am no longer a teenager, I give back as much as I can and and pay it forward as much as I can. And you know all the buzzwords. But I also share that with you because they're drilling outside of the window. So if you hear some drilling, you know why I'm not in the studio doing the show. Um, At one time, I was, uh, one Wednesday, I was doing the show, and it was either police sirens or like a fire engine or something was going past the window, and uh, everybody was bugging out with it in the chat room, so that was pretty funny. So if you hear any noise in the background, just know that I am not in the studio, that I'm at Horizons. Uh, Let's get into some other good stuff. Oh, really quickly, if you're not following me on Twitter, Please follow me on Twitter. Just go to twitter.com forward slash life remix. You know L-I-F-E-R-E-M-I-X-E-D, life remix. That's the name of the show. That's that's what we do here weekdays at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. So good looking out. I'm just happy that you guys are uh, hanging out and chilling with me. It's all good. It's a beautiful thing. Today on Wednesdays and each Wednesday, we talk about going green, the, uh, I'll say the economy, my goodness, that's, well, how green affects the economy, but going green, the environment, I meant to say, and uh, quick and easy ways to green our homes. So this is a segment that we started, and it's actually become building momentum and becoming extremely successful. Not only is going green, um, like, trendy, I guess, right now, I guess that's that's probably the word. But it's necessary and prudent because if if we don't kind of start to protect our environment and start to protect um, our green space and our land, what do we have in the future? You know, we have to kind of um, invest in our future, and going green is definitely a way to go. And just like on another note, 
those that are looking for new or emerging careers or they're looking for new uh, a, a, a new career alternative, I definitely say invest in green energy, wind, solar. It's just an emerging market because manufacturing jobs and things like that are no longer with us. So before we jump right into today's show, just give a big shout-out. I have a guest listening to the show. Um, I see Mushmouth listening. Hello. I haven't seen you for a while. So much for joining me on Life Remix Radio here today. So good looking out. Let's let's jump right into um, today's show. And you, hey, True, hi, thank you for joining us. I see True just joined us in the chat room. Um, I did share with you. I, I would say like maybe two months ago it was. Um, I went to something that's called the Go Green Expo in New York City, and I believe actually the Go Green Expo is now, I, I, I'm almost positive it's traveling like to other cities, and I think it was just in Atlanta like a week ago. And we have another listener who's in the Maryland, the DC, he's in like the DC, Maryland area. His, 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 he has a show on Blog Talk Radio um, called The High Road, and I believe it comes on Saturdays. True has a show on BTR that comes on Thursdays at 8, but but the High Road sent me a link one time during one of our live shows of other green, like green websites and stuff when I talked to him about the Go Green Expo, but I remember when I was at the Go Green Expo, I bumped into these young brothers, brothers as in black people, not that they were related, but these brothers, and, you know, they were there promoting their garden. And I'm like, wow, that's, you know, that's pretty cool, whatever. But they, was, they had shared with me that in their area of Detroit, there are, they lack, I don't want to say there are, no, they lack fresh vegetables. I'm like, well, how do you kind of uh, lack fresh vegetables? And he was saying, when we go to the grocery store, Everything is like canned or everything is prepackaged. Like in certain, you know, areas, it's just not there. I was like, wow, that that kind of is shocking. You know, I I just on the assumption, you know, being here in New York, everybody walks everywhere. There's bodegas on the corner. You know, little mom and pop stores. You can get like cabbage. I mean, not a full array of like collard greens and stuff like that, but you can get like cabbage and stuff like that. Right. You know, you could just walk, you know, carrots, green peppers, red peppers, um, cucumbers, lettuce, tomatoes, the basics like that would at least make a salad. And he said they don't have that in their stores. So what they are doing is taking vacant lots and tilling the, the soil and planting vegetable gardens. And I was like, what? I mean, these are young, young men who are taking the initiative to have vegetable gardens so, you know, I asked them a little bit about that, you know, like how is that working. And really it's a community effort. And, I'm, you know, I'm thinking back to I, I, I'm, I'm going to visit my in-laws um, next week in New Orleans, and I always tease my husband, like, I really don't want to go to your parents' farm, like, for our vacation. But actually it's kind of nice because my mother-in-law has a full garden with chickens and everything, y'all. I'm, 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 I'm serious. I'm going to be broadcasting live. Um, from their house next week, so it's going to be pretty funny. But, like, she literally for breakfast or if she's making macaroni and cheese, she will go out to the backyard, not macaroni and cheese, but, like, something that needs eggs, like a cake or something or cornbread, go to the backyard, get the eggs, and come back into the house. And I thought that was the nastiest thing I had ever seen in my life. And when you think about it, 
the, the eggs were green, some of the eggs were brown, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is so nasty. But you know what? It's because we're used to stuff being packaged and pretty and they're white and they're in a nice styrofoam container and they've got two forty nine for a dozen eggs. But you know what? When you really think about it, isn't that, isn't that pretty cool that she's able to go right into her backyard and get collard greens and spinach and onions and potatoes and eggs and, and all of these things. And she does have hogs. I, I haven't, I'm, I'm not a pork eater, um, and I've never been there when they slaughtered one. She walked me through the process verbally and visually, but I haven't seen it. But, you know, get, circling back to these guys in Detroit, I kind of frowned my nose at that because I'm like, yo, just go to the grocery store. But actually gardening and things that, um, true says that's funny, so I interview one of the chickens. <laughs> you are a mess. Well, I'm going to have my little flip video camera, so I'm going to be blogging and stuff while I'm down there. And uh, I have a video where I, I walked up to the chickens and the hogs last year. If I can find it, actually go to YouTube. It may be on there. Um, but if not, I'll upload it this afternoon when I leave the Success Center and put it up on YouTube. But I did videotape the chickens when we visited last year. But um, anyway, getting back to these guys, like, it's, I guess it has such an admirable trait that they're like, yo, there's a deficiency in our neighborhood. There's something that we don't have, and they, and they're, and, and they were growing it. So when I looked at that, I said, you know what, I'm down. I'll, I'll throw my support. And so now, now this is just at the same time as Michelle Obama, our, our beautiful, beautiful first lady, is she's now gardening. And the thing that's so gangster, what they're doing, what the Obamas are doing, is that they're imposing their will on the American public to make, you know, to add some level of cachet to urban farming. You know, like I said, for me, I'm a city girl. I don't want to farm or any of that. But it's like, yo, now it's almost like if you're not farming and you're not growing your food, it's like, ew, what's wrong with you? You're not trying to save the environment and save some money. And one thing that's, that I read, you know, I'm always reading stuff. I can't remember where I read it, but I did read it somewhere, that um, seeds, for food, they can't keep them in stores, like seeds for cabbage, seeds for peppers, seeds for, not onions, I don't want to say onions, but you all know what I'm getting at, seeds for edible food, they can't keep in the store because people are literally going out buying seeds and, and, and planting. So I, I, think that's, I, I think that's real cool. Um, let me just get into something I found online that talked about, you know, just in preparing for this show, I felt, you know, I Googled urban farming and stuff like that just to see, you know, what, what highlights I can bring to you. And what I'm getting ready to share with you is pretty cool. I found it on CNN.com, but before I get into that, I just noticed a surge of listeners in uh, the chat room. So hello to Deja Monet. What's up, Derek Eady? You have a show on Blog Talk Radio as well. I believe your show is Tuesday nights at 10 o'clock, if, if I can recall correctly. Please forgive me if I don't make it through to everybody's shows at night. I'm, I'm, I'm really more on the computer um, in the daytime, like around this time, and then in the evening I, t I tend to take a lot of calls. So to Derek um, and to True and to Tiffany, all of those people, it, it makes it a little bit more um, difficult for me to catch your show. Whoa, I just got hit up in the chat room that says, hey, Cy, Melanie Presley here and enjoying what I'm hearing. Yo, I went to school with Melanie Presley. 
<laughs> I'm gonna get back to our going green in a minute. Melanie, you know this is our 20-year high school reunion, 1989, baby. Melanie and I went through elementary school together and middle school together. So uh, her her uh, screen name on BTR is in his will. Oh, T, oh, T in his will. So um, if you see that, know that it's Melanie Presley. Big shout out, Mel. It's, I'm so happy you're supporting me. That's amazing. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. I really appreciate the time that you took out of your day to actually listen to the show. So thank you. And Truth says need family time too. Um, I hear you. Yeah. Truth says, Melody, you need to call in and shout your girl out. Truth, don't go start any mess, please. <laughs> we don't need any Cy Brown elementary stories when we were in Mr. Shoop's class together in the 7th and 8th grade. No, we, we'll save that. Maybe I'll do some type of high school anniversary something as it gets towards the end of the year. But, yeah, uh, this is my 20-year high school anniversary year, everybody. So if you do the math, you can figure out how old I am. <laughs> But uh, I did go to one reunion already, and then I have uh, another one in the fall. So, yes, I will be on the treadmill uh, <laughs> getting ready for the big old 20-year reunion. Uh, so I'm not messing with you guys anymore. Anyway, Melanie, thank you so much for your support. I truly appreciate it. It means a lot to me. It means, means, means a lot to me. Um, so good looking out. Whatever Truth says, don't even don't be, don't don't let him tell you. Be calling in, calling me out. So anyway, let's get back to the to, to the urban farming uh, movement. But um, yeah, you know, just just to read back. Oh, Truth says he's working and typing. He's working and typing. And Deja Monet put LOL. So you guys are too funny. That's why I love you guys. Every day. I missed everybody. I did. On my hiatus, I missed everybody. But. Um, True put in the chat room that it said they made it chic to grow your own food. Yes, they did. And and that's why I said I kind of snubbed my nose at like, ew, you know, like gardening or whatever, ew. But right now it is. It's chic. It, there's a certain level of cachet. And my mom lives in the Midwest, so she's always, like, growing tomatoes and stuff like that. And, you know, anyway, I already expressed how I felt about that. But there was a really cool piece I found on CNN. I'm not going to read the whole thing because you guys can go to CNN.com and search it and read it yourself. But I do like to share certain things that I find of, of great interest. And, and it says urban farming movement, and then it's in quotes, like a revolution. And this is, this is from Atlanta. And it says, on a plant, on, I'm sorry, on a plot of soil nestled against the backdrop of skyscrapers in downtown Atlanta, a group of residents are turning a lack of access to fresh produce into a revival of old traditions and self-empowerment. Okay, so now you guys can see the correlation between exactly what I was saying in Detroit, right? I, I just couldn't believe this stuff was going on. But anyway, let me get back to the story. It's pronounced, well, it's spelled H-A-B-E-S-H-A, H-A-B-E-S-H-A, so Habesha, maybe? Habesha Gardens is one of many urban gardens sprouting up around the country. Fruits and vegetables are thriving in this community garden located in an economically depressed area of a city known as Mechanicsville. Okay, you know I'm always interjecting my sideways. Y'all know I lived in Atlanta for a while. And Mechanicsville, economically depressed, is 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 politically sad, politically um, correct. It's 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 really um, just a, 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 a an impoverished area. So leave it at that. Um, but the garden serves an even greater purpose. The harvest helps feed some of the neediest members of the neighborhood. It's a it's an awakening going on. It's almost like it's a renaissance, says Kashawn Myers. 
the director of Habesha Incorporated. There's a, a Guyanian proverb that says Sankofa. Sankofa means to return to your past so that you can move forward. Even if you look at coming over here during our enslavement, we were brought here to cultivate the land because that's something we did on the continent. So really, that's what many of the people are doing now. Myers believes urban farming is a way for many African Americans to reconnect with their past. They're going through a process of Sankofa and going to what they traditionally did, which is connect to the earth so they can move forward and grow, he says. But the Habesha Garden is not unique. Former basket, pro basketball player Will Allen, which is another reason why I wanted to share this with you, um, former pro basketball player Will Allen, who is considered to be one of the nation's leading urban farmers and founder of Growing Power Incorporated, estimates that there are hundreds of thousands of urban gardens in inner cities across America. I tried to get Will Allen on the show to surprise you all, because you know I'm all coming with some hot guests as, as, as much as I can. Um, but I'm going to continue to try to get him um, on the show. So hopefully we can get him on for our green show next Wednesday, um, and, which, and I will be in Atlanta. So I'll be doing live from Atlanta next Wednesday, so hopefully we can make that happen. But um, he says it's beyond a movement at this point. It's more like a revolution. Both Allen and Myers agree that the boom in urban farming for African Americans is born out of necessity, not just echoing traditions. When you're poor, you don't have access to resources. You have to create your own, says Myers. So this is a way for people of African descent to use their creativity to grow their own food. Uh, whoop de whoop de whoop, I'm not going to keep reading the whole thing. Um, but uh, let me go on. Not only are we teaching them about agriculture, we're teaching them, oh, I'm sorry, let me just get back to this. Habesha is more than an urban garden. It's an acronym for helping Africa by establishing schools at home and abroad. The organization mentors young African Americans by sending them on a yearly trip to Ghana and educates the youth in Mechanicsville through the garden's after-school program called Sustainable Seeds. And that's another reason why I'm trying to get them on the show, because I really want them to talk about what they're doing in Atlanta. Not only are we teaching them about agriculture, but we're teaching them about solar technology, rainwater catching, um, and a majority of the food that's planted there was done by the youth in the after-school program. Um, I'm going to put the link in the chat room in case anybody um, wants to follow up or they want to read it. I'm putting it in the chat room right now. Um, and for those who are listening and don't have access to the chat room, you know, if like you're listening through the archives, just go to CNN.com, grab a pen, CNN.com, forward slash 2009, forward slash living, forward slash 06, forward slash 29, forward slash BIA dot urban dot farming slash index. I should have done a, a, a condensed version of it, but I don't feel like um, doing all that switcherooing, you know, trying to condense it and give the shortened version. Just, just if you missed all of that, hit rewind um, or listen to the archives and just try to get it because I want to keep the show moving. But anyway, the point is um, I'm going to try to get um, uh, Habesha Gardens, the person who founded it, Myers, as well as the basketball player on the show, Will Allen, <laughs> excuse me, um, next week while I'm in Atlanta. Wish me luck, cross your fingers, um, you know, because I really want them to talk about just the whole concept of how they're going green. And I just found it very um, interesting that when I, when I spoke with the men in Detroit, 
that it was really, it's really, really a movement. And one of the things that I share with, with all of you just about going green and just about um, changing our environment, you know, it starts with little things like your light bulbs. It starts with little things like, you know, turning off the lights. But I, I, I want to touch on something before, um, before we wind down today's show. The area that I live in, and I, and I, and I may have shared with this with you before, I'm encouraging everybody, especially if you live in urban areas, to check your electricity and to check your light bills because I know where I live. I'm okay, but a lot of my friends that live in other areas, their, their energy bills are soaring through the roof. And I share this with you because we have to be extremely mindful. Of course, you know, I take bags back to the grocery store. It saves me two cents a bag when I go food shopping. But I do what I can to conserve water and I can and do what I can to conserve energy. And I'll tell you very candidly, I did it really more to save money than to be kind to the environment. You know, that was that was kind of secondary in my book. But but I have to get into please check your um to please check your bills because a lot of people I know their energy bills are being jacked up. And a way to kind of watch your energy bills is to turn off your lights. And I know for us, our house is totally, totally, totally black at night. Like if you come into our house, you won't see a thing. And, you know, it's a little creepy, but we had to because we looked at how many things run all through the night that we weren't even cognizant of. Think about it. Your microwave runs your um, coffee maker might run, your toaster is plugged in, your, uh, your lamp is, that, all of that stuff is using electricity in some form or fashion. So we literally turn everything off at night. The only thing we probably leave on is like the TV, like the VCR thing, because I don't feel like resetting that. But I would encourage you to try to get energy efficient bulbs. They may cost, like I know Home Depot in North Jersey, they cost maybe like 5 or $6 a bulb, but they're supposed to last much longer. Now, for me, the jury is still out. I don't know how long, you know, I've gotten them and they, they seem to have lasted. It's my understanding they're supposed to last like maybe a year or two years, whereas a regular light bulb may only last a couple of months. But it's really about being energy efficient. Um, and I would also encourage you, if you can, like if you start to buy appliances, buy energy-efficient appliances as well, not only to save money, but also to, to, to save the environment. But I have to circle it back to a couple of my friends, and I'm sharing this story with you just so you can be mindful and check your own stuff. My one friend, she has a small, um, well, like an average size, I guess, three-bedroom apartment. Her PSE&G bill is like 500 and some change a month, and she lives in um, Clifton, New Jersey. Another friend of mine lives in Newark, New Jersey. He has a two-bedroom apartment. Well, he has, a, he has two bedrooms on the first floor of the house, and he rents the second floor of his house. His PSE&G bill is 400 and something dollars a month. And I have another friend who lives in Hackensack, New Jersey. She has a it's like a, a, a studio with a bonus room. You know, her apartment is really not that, because she's by herself and she's an actress. So she's got a decent-sized living room, maybe 600-square-foot living room, a small kitchen and a small bedroom. So pretty much it's like a studio with a bonus room. Um, and her PSC&G bill, which in, in, in New Jersey is public service, electric and gas, um, is like 200 and something dollars a month. 
for she's never there. She's got a full-time job, and she's an actress. So it's not like she's cooking for a family. It's not like she's burning all this stuff. And we really feel that they're, like, jimmying stuff with their with our electricity. Oh, wait, hold on really quickly. I have a caller. Caller from 212. You're on the air with Cy Brown on Life Remix Radio. We're talking about going green and urban farming. Do you have a question or a comment? I have a comment. Sure. I think it's Hi. really crazy. How are you doing? Um, What's your I name? Think it's re- My name is Erica. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, I'm going to smack you. That's my friend. Hey, Erica. <laughs> How are you? That okay. is wild, you know, because I have a three-bedroom apartment. It's probably about, I'd guess, what, sixteen to 1,700 square feet? Yeah, yours, is about, yours is actually bigger than mine. Yeah, she's got a beautiful apartment, second floor of the house. And, I mean, I, what I do is, like, my thermostat is kind of like on a timer, so, like, I just make sure that, you know, the heat and AC and everything is off while I'm away at work. But, mm-hmm. I mean, even last month, um, my bill, and, you know, my, I mean, my house is a decent size. My bill was $80 really? for PSENG, and I pay for gas and electric. So, I mean, granted, that was one of the lower of those times, but, I mean, even when I have my heat blasting the whole, like, pretty much 24-7, the highest my bill has been 250 So, really, what these people should do is, um, number one, make sure that um, there's not any kind of, like, gas leak or anything. But I also have a friend who lives um, over in Jersey City, and he just found out that his gas meter was accidentally connected to the apartment next door. And so they were paying his, he was paying theirs, and PSCNG owes him something like $3,000 now that they found out. But, like, he was, like, you know, he shut down everything, and he went downstairs into the basement and saw that, like, you know, the, the meter was, like, you know, really jumping as if, like, everything was on. And so that's what prompted him to, yeah, and hit, like, on a regular basis. His bills were, like, three to $400 a month, and... I mean, really, what it should have been was somewhere in the $100 range. So he has a nice check coming from PSENG. But, I mean, I'm sure even if those people that are that, you know, because they're paying their, their, their $100 bill, and they're like, okay, well, fine, you know, it's only $100. I'll keep blasting what I have, not knowing how much they were using. So that's number one is if you complain, they will come out without a charge to just double-check to make sure everything is hooked up right. So um, for somebody that has a studio apartment and is paying 300 $300 a month, she should definitely have that check because that just is wild. Crazy. I mean, my, my other friend, Erica, whose apartment it is, she actually had her husband, David, go downstairs and shut, like, everything off, and their meter was still running. So she's pissed. She's really, really angry because she thinks there's some type of finagling going on. Mm-hmm. And now you're telling any all right, see, I think that's based on zip codes, too. I, I have to buy into the fact that this has something to do with zip codes and areas and stuff like that. Maybe right. that's me being the conspiracy theorist that I am, but there has to be some truth to it because why the disparity? You see, right. Do you see what I'm saying? Your your apartment is bigger than my apartment, and my apartment is bigger than Erica's apartment, and she's paying hundreds of dollars more than both of us. Mm. So I, you know, and she, this is something that she's expressed to me a couple of times. So, you know, I usually cloak everybody's personality, but you know, I talk about everybody's everything on the air if I think it can help another person, not to right. air anybody's, you know, business or something. But if I really think it's something that can help other people, shoot, I'm going to talk about it and really hope that 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 people, you know, that it helps them, you know, in another area. We're down to the last two minutes of the show. I'm so ha- I've got everybody hanging out with me today. This is so cool. Thank 
Thank you. Thank you for checking me out, Erica, and I'll, and I'll email you a, a MP3 of the show. Thank you. <laughs> so thank you. you. I appreciate that. Oh, no doubt. Yesterday I had my friend Hakeem come on from Channel Live. My friend Melanie Presley, who I went to elementary school with, came on. Uh, so, it, it, you know, I appreciate you guys at work hanging out with me during the day. It means a lot to me. It, 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 it really does because you can't get your time back. So, well, I'll see you this weekend, darling. <laughs> okay, see you later. Okay, bye. Uh, you know what? That just speaks to the testament of the cool people that I hang out with uh, that, uh, you know, I've got some, some really amazing people in my circle. Um, so check your bills, everybody. Um, you know, and if there's a garden or something growing in your neighborhood or if there's a garden, please support it. Please do what you can to save the environment. Um, big shout-out to everybody who listened today. Thank you very much, True. I really appreciate it. To Mushmouth, my friend Melanie and Erica who listened, and everybody else who's listening because I saw some guests that we're listening um, that have not created a username. Don't forget to log on to SciBrown.com for all the latest that I'm up to, so thank you very much. And always remember that we shall pass through this world but once. Any good, therefore, that we can do or any kindness that we can show, let us do it now. Let us not defer or neglect it, for we shall not pass this way again. Thank you for listening very much, and I'll see you all tomorrow at 12. Peace. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Oh, oh, oh,